Because, I mean, uh, it's waffles and fried chicken with spicy honey on a pizza. What can go wrong? up everybody welcome to the widow podcast show about anything everything and today pizza uh because we are talking to jaime fernandez mastermind behind black cat pizza if you haven't had black cat pizza i'm so sorry for you uh and your life and your sad pizzaless life but um fantastic pizza started as a pop-up concept will be opening very soon as a brick and mortar. So we're going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about some of his life experiences that have kind of shaped um, how he cooks and, and, and who he is as a chef. And let me tell you, he's had some pretty interesting life experiences. Before tiny houses were cool, this dude was living in a school bus. So we will uh, talk about that a little bit. So go ahead, make yourself comfortable, cozy on up to your car stereo or um, your cell phone, whatever you're listening on. Uh, just have a couple of slices of DiGiorno by your side, ready to wipe away your tears as we talk about the best pizza in all of Texas. <laughs> and you know what, DiGiorno? I can believe it's not delivery, because your pizza sucks. Even as frozen pizzas go, your pizza sucks. Hashtag not sponsored by DiGiorno, and uh, hashtag demonetized. I'm not, I, I don't make any money on this podcast, you guys, and now you know why. One last thing before we get into this interview. Guys, there's only one more episode left in season one and then season two. Um, so season two, we've already started recording, but I want to hear from you guys. What did you like about season one? What do you want to hear more of? What would you like to see um, in this show? So, you know, write in, slide into my DMs. Um, you know, God knows a bunch of weirdos do, so I'd rather hear from you guys about... Um, what you'd like to hear on this podcast. So I am excited about some of the guests that we um, are going to have in season two. They will be announced soon enough. Um, but again, if you like this show, please uh, go and subscribe to it in iTunes or Spotify or Anchor. Um, it really does help um, with the, the ratings and, and makes it possible for me to make more episodes. So um, if you're enjoying that, please do that. Um, write us a little review, um, share it with your friends, tell your friends to listen, and um, you know, all that fun stuff. All right, I've been talking way too much. Let's get into the interview right now. All right, everybody. So today on the show, we have Jaime Fernandez, Black Cat Pizza. Jaime, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is fun. For people who don't know you, tell us... Tell us a little bit about yourself. I grew up in San Antonio, most recently came from Austin. Um, why am I here? Because Fort Worth is best. Nice. That's why we're here. This is not sponsored, by the way. By <laughs> this anyone. is not sponsored by Visit Fort Worth <laughs> or the Fort Worth Chamber of Commerce at all. No. <laughs> but it could be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Our email is uh, blackcatpizzaftw at gmail.com if you would like to contact us. It's a real email, people. <laughs> Uh, no, but so, so you've been in Fort Worth for two years now, two, no longer than that. Uh, two and a half years. Cause you, I guess you and, and your wife always moved here pretty much the same time I did. 
six months or so after you did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. It doesn't feel like two years. It feels longer and (laughs) not even close to two years at the same time. Like it's, it's a weird thing. Like it feels like we've been here forever. Yeah. You know, it, it's nice because it feels like home, even though we've only been here for two years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so you, I guess, tell us a little bit about how you started cooking and just kind of your culinary journey. It sounds so like formal, but just, I guess, like what, what got you into cooking? Why did you stay in cooking? Some, some of your experiences. Let's see. It all, I mean, it really just started at home cooking for my parents and my sister and I, um, nothing like super fancy, obviously just like spaghetti night or whatever. <laughs> um, and then in high school, trying to decide what to do post high school, I wasn't sh- sure if I really wanted to go to a regular college. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not what I would consider a good student. <laughs> so going to a structured like classroom setting like that just didn't appeal to me. And it was either I had two choices. I gave myself two choices. One being um, be a, a park ranger. So go study like biology and with the end goal of being a park ranger somewhere or culinary school. And I chose culinary school <laughs> kind of last two minute. Two very different, <laughs> very different career paths. But in my mind was uh, the the thought pat uh, the thought pattern was go to culinary school. If I hate it, I'll pay my way through. I'll work my way through another education mm. to be a park ranger. Mm. Um, but that obviously never happened. I just <laughs> stuck to cooking. I I liked it. I enjoyed it. I I've had a lot of cool opportunities to work in different places, to go to Spain, to work in cool restaurants in uh, San Antonio, Austin, here in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So it's it was just kind of a last-minute decision in high school <laughs> to choose culinary school and just ran with it. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about, um, about your time working in Spain. That was... A total luck thing. Um, my dad and I were visiting a restaurant in Mexico City, uh, met the chef there, and he's a Spanish chef cooking in Mexico. He he helped um, teach a couple classes at the Culinary Institute there in Mexico City, and for some reason he was like, hey, you're a cool kid. Do you want to go cook in, Me- in, in Pamplona, Spain? And I said yes immediately <laughs> without even thinking of wait, I have a job. I I have an apartment that I need to like break my lease. Like none of that. And I just said yes immediately. And he's like, great, here's an address. You're going in like two months. So that's crazy. Um, that was, that was just kind of out of the blue. Hmm. And then getting there, it was the most difficult and amazing job I've ever had. Uh, it's, uh, El Restaurant Europa in Pamplona. It's a restaurant in a tiny little boutique hotel. Um, they have, I think, two Michelin stars right now. Mm. And they're just like, they just make really good, 
northern spanish like navarra cuisine yeah yeah so that cooking in spain was really challenging and a lot of fun in you know professionally yeah yeah i mean i can imagine working at a restaurant of that you know caliber um you know i'm sure that you learned a lot uh just as far as you know technique and then also you know because a lot of times uh, when we've cooked together we do a lot of kind of spanish influence kind of food and so you always bring a lot of those ideas into kind of what you're doing now yeah and and i mean I, I don't think I ever really thought of Spanish cuisine too much before then, mm. before living there. Um, I mostly just stuck to what I, I went to school in, which was French, and then what I grew up with, with Mexican. Mm. But for some reason, Spanish cuisine was just kind of not in what I would normally think of, like, elevated cuisine until, yeah. like, I was there and was just completely blown away and was very ill-prepared yeah. for the job that I had to do. <laughs> I was most definitely the, not ready for that caliber <laughs> of cooking, but had to, like, pick up really quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And so, and you also did the, you did the running the bulls, right? You I did. did. That one I, I made it, like, a couple blocks and then ran out. Like, what, so what was that like? Um, that was, that was mostly fun. Uh, <laughs> mostly, mostly fun mostly fun uh being that i was the only one in the entire kitchen that had never run i was given the morning off to run and that was the only way i was gonna get the morning off yeah uh if i showed up to work in an all white with a red scarf and said good morning to the chef <laughs> and like Good morning. I'm gonna go outside and I'm gonna run a couple blocks. Is that cool? You know, it's like yes, obviously. That's you know, that's why you're here. Yeah. So um, they kind of forced me into it. So <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I I wouldn't have done. I don't think I would have done it by my you know if it was left up to me. Yeah. Yeah. But you survived. I survived. So. Yeah. I survived and I got to work on time that afternoon. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so then, you know, after Spain, um, you went back to San Antonio after Spain, I went to, yes, San Antonio and I worked there for a little bit. I lived in San Marcos for a while with some friends and said friends bought a school bus that was then retrofitted into this RV camper thing and um we would go to south padre island um to mustang island really and go camping on the beach and um and then move that out to wimberley um stayed in that for a while and then we traveled to california the northwest montana and just kind of trying to hit up as many national parks as we could along the way <laughs> and that was awesome <laughs> so I, that's that's kind of one of those things that i think a lot of people don't know that you know you lived in a school bus for like a year you kind of became a park ranger in your own way visiting national parks and and that's the closest i'll get to being a park <laughs> ranger and also having a dog and two kids is kind of being a ranger in a way yeah like trying to yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, smaller territory. It's a smaller territory, but equally 
as challenging and um yeah <laughs> i don't know where i was going with that i don't know it's, uh, and it's been a early morning today tell us i guess just a little bit about um about black hat pizza because that's that's what a lot of people here in fort worth at least kind of know you for uh so tell us i guess how did how did that get started? Kind of where it's going now. Mm. I know everybody's excited for the for the brick so and mortar. That got that idea got started while I was working at Forty Four Bootlegger, and just chatting with some friends there. That um, you know, the, there's some good pizza options in Fort Worth, but none that kind of like fit the the feel that we kind of like, which is kind of nicer pizza but not pretentious um like good quality ingredients but also um a lot more fun than what you would technically expect for or like tend to expect from like fancy pizza joints mm. um not that you know we're dogging on them or anything but you know that's not exactly what what we were looking for right mm -hmm. and it started off just by making pizza at home and after a couple of tries being like you know what this is actually pretty good <laughs> let's keep rolling with it so we kept playing around with it and i kept getting a little bit better every time and then from there we decided hey look why not try pop-ups if the pop-ups go well we can just you know kind of test the waters if it if they don't go well we scratched the project, and we didn't invest too much, you know, move on to the next thing, whatever that may be. Um, and the pop-ups went a lot better than we expected. Like, they, we just were received so well, and it was a lot of fun. We fell into this space on Brian. It was just perfect at the right time we had looked at different other spaces and the space on brian was just the right size at the right time the uh contractor architect uh, slash landlords they've been amazing and everything just happened so fast so it was just kind of a a whirlwind really like yeah. hey let's make pizza for fun oh man let's make pizza forever yeah <laughs> But it, it's it's been good. It's been a lot of fun. We've gotten a lot of good feedback and gotten to meet a lot of really cool people in the neighborhood and community, especially in the you know food and arts community in Fort Worth. Mm, yeah, you know, just by being a part of this. Yeah, and and so I know a lot of people um, when when they talk about Black Cat because when you know you're doing it as a pop up. Uh, each week is a different special and some of the specials were kind of you know crazy like n very non-traditional kinds of pizzas so like yeah what are some tell us i guess like some of the pizzas that uh that some really of well. my favorites would be the tacos al pastor pizza mm -hmm. that one's probably one of my favorites like it's it just lends so well it's like a different take almost on a uh hawaiian you know because you mm -hmm. still have the pork and pineapple but it has more of a spice and more texture to it with tomatoes and un fresh onions and cilantro. There's, there's more going on than just your ham and pineapple. Yeah. Um, 
another one that I really enjoyed was the smoked turkey and mole poblano. Mm. That one was awesome. Obviously, not a typical pizza. Yeah. But fantastic. It was so good. Yeah. It was that and I guess the chicken and waffles pizza. <laughs> that one was one of the those that just kind of last minute thought of type of things that or maybe it was tossed around a little bit, like we should do a chicken and waffles pizza, <laughs> but didn't really pull the trigger on it because it sounds disgusting. <laughs> but what it are you was talking about it sounds amazing. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so good. Because I mean, it's waffles and fried chicken with spicy honey on a pizza. What can go wrong? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's definitely been a lot of pizzas that i was like uh, i don't know about this one like the like the caesar salad pizza oh, i was like yeah. this one's gonna be disgusting <laughs> and it's like was ended up being like one of my favorite ones like i couldn't stop eating it, it was so good yeah and i mean i think the the fun thing about that one is you have a preconceived idea of what it might be, but it's completely the opposite. Yeah. Um, it was, it still held up like a pizza, but was obviously a little bit lighter in, in texture than what you would normally get with a ton of cheese and sauce. Yeah. I was like, I should eat all my salads as a pizza. This is, <laughs> might eat more vegetables this way. We have started to do that at home. <laughs> all our salads are in pizza form. I mean, it really makes a lot of sense. It's, you know, it's, I think... I was about to say instead of croutons, but I'm pretty sure we put we still put croutons on it. Yeah, because I mean, why not? More bread and and more bread. Yeah. Um, I think another one that I thought was going to be disgusting that I really liked, and that a lot of people really liked that we did just for fun was the San Jacobo pizza. Yeah, the San Jacobo was a lot of fun because that just seems like overkill. Honestly, it's a fried sandwich. (laughs) I mean, a San Jacobo period is over the top already. It's a fried sandwich, ham and cheese, glorified ham and cheese sandwich with, with marmalade that's been fried, you know? Yeah. That's already over the top, but chop that up and put it on a pizza. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. <laughs> but it was delicious. It was so good. I was like, there's no way this is going to taste good, you know? Yeah. It's just fried bread with sauce in it and meat and cheese on top of more bread with sauce and <laughs> yeah. meat and cheese. And it was, it was amazing. It was, yeah, it was satisfying. It was salty and sweet and everything that you want yeah. in a slice of pizza. Um, Followed by a nap. Yeah. <laughs> that one will definitely put you to sleep for sure. And the chicken and waffles one. That one will put you to sleep too. Yeah. That one was heavy. That one was, yeah, you definitely probably go to the gym the day after to, you know, work it off. But it's worth it. And the day after that. It's worth it, yeah. Uh, You know, just just (laughs) one gym session per Eh, pizza. All right, yeah. I'm I'm a 20 minutes. Yeah, (laughs) I can can make these decisions. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's just been, there's been so many. And I think that was one of the really fun things about the pop-up is each week it could be something different, you know. Um, so there's, you know, the cochinita pibil pizza and there's, yeah. um, was the one with the, the saffron potatoes and the curry and, oh uh, yeah, that was a version of alu gobi masala. Mm. So, um, we did, um, the, the curry sauce instead of tomato sauce, 
um, and then cauliflower, potatoes, uh, green onions, cilantro. So, I mean, we will keep doing classic pizzas, you know, your pepperoni, cheese, pepperoni, mushroom, mm. but doing fun things for us that have to make the pizza every day and it, you know, it keeps it interesting for us. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, like it keeps it interesting for other people too, you know, like yeah. be a little bit more exciting to have an alu gobi masala pizza or a roast duck pizza mm. um, with, you know, like maybe a little Asian-y, you know, Chinese flavors in there or maybe a, a Korean barbecue pizza. Um, you know, it, we've talked about a lot of different things to do. <laughs> and honestly, the, the ideas are endless. Like yeah. there's, there's never going to be a lack of ingredients to put on a pizza, yeah. honestly. <laughs> and like, I guess the hard part is limiting the amount of ingredients we put on one single pizza because mm, it's yeah. very easy to go overboard. Yeah. And I think we have a couple of times, but it, you know, it still came out fine. So Sure, but it took like <laughs> 20 minutes to put it together. <laughs> well, you know, that's why they're special, <laughs> special pizzas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and I think, too, one of the fun things um, about doing these kind of, you know, out there specials is a lot of people have, you know, tried things that they wouldn't normally try because it's a pizza, you know, so it's, it's, you know, flavors or, or things that they're not familiar with, or maybe they're a little like weirded out to try because they're not used to it. Sure. But because it's on a pizza, they're like, okay, I'll try it. And then, and a lot of people, you know, they end up, they liking it, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think the, the alu gobi masala pizza was one of those. Um, the, you know, some people kind of have maybe not so fond memories of curry, just thinking that it's going to be too strong, mm -hmm. too pungent. But then, you know, she's like, hey, it's on a pizza. Might as well try it. It's yeah. just one slice. Yeah. If I don't like it, I'll get a slice of cheese. Yeah. You know, but they end up coming back for another one mm -hmm. or a different special or something that maybe, you know, just out of the norm for yeah. them. So it, it's fun. Like it gets people out of their comfort zone and yeah. out of the the rut of just getting the same thing over and over. Yeah. Man, you had like white people eating chapulines on a pizza one <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, and That's we an will we will try that again. Yeah, once we open. Yeah, <laughs> that one that one was so good. Like yeah. the flavor on that one was great. It was so spicy. It was yeah. It was it was spicy. It was it had everything. Honestly, <laughs> like we need to recreate that chapulines pizza. Again. That one was delicious. Yeah, I was, it's definitely I was really top happy. ten. That your dad brought Chapulines back from Mexico. Yeah. So we could. We, we, could we need to that. figure out how to get those here on a you know, consistent basis. Yeah. I mean, might just. One of us has to go to Mexico every month, you know? Yeah. Or, or have a Chapulín farm. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't want to be in charge of that, though. Yeah, neither do I. We'll, we'll figure something out. Huh? Yeah. But yeah, that one, that one was really good. Besides pizza, um, what are. We always talk about food on the show at some point. So even though we've been talking about food, yeah, most of the show, like what are what are some of your like favorite things to eat besides pizza? Besides obviously. pizza, yeah. like at home or elsewhere? Anywhere. It could be like stuff that you like to make. It could be like a place that you like to go to. It could be what whatever. 
something that is always fun to make um just because it's completely also kind of out there is scotch eggs because it's you know a soft boiled egg wrapped in like ground sausage breaded and then deep fried is delicious <laughs> I, I love everything about that um but we don't make it because i don't want to make a huge mess in my kitchen at home yeah um i i love stews i love soups um i don't make them a whole lot as much as i would like to yeah um mostly because when I'm at home, I'm kind of lazy. I just want something <laughs> quick and easy. <laughs> but but I love all soups and stews, yeah. like all of them. They're like if I could eat one thing for the rest of my life, it would be a soup or a stew, and just three meals out of the day. You know, it's just like <laughs> what's for breakfast, pho. Yeah. What's for lunch, um, lentil soup. Yeah. What's for dinner. All of the above, yeah. all, all the soups, you know, <laughs> yeah. And 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 that's really interesting because, I guess here, or at least like, for me, like growing up, like we didn't eat a lot of soups. Anytime we did soup, like, which like my parents are not great cooks, and so um, soup was just always this like super bland, like really boring, like not satisfying, almost an afterthought, I guess. It was kind of like, we don't have money for real food, so we're going to make, you know, soup. Um, Or like, you're sick, so here's this really bland, like, flavorless soup with just, like, boiled vegetables. And And really dried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, like, having had, like, soups that that you've made, it's like, oh, like, like, soup is, like, the most underrated thing in the world. Like, even, like, like, just a good consomme, is awesome you know with yeah. like well-cooked vegetables that aren't mushy and bland <laughs> you know like that is just if if someone can make a good like consomme yeah is like man i would eat a whole pot of that yeah. in one sitting and then feel sick but i would <laughs> i would not regret it not It'd one bit yeah. oh totally worth it <laughs> so my my favorite thing my favorite food other than pizza Soup. Soup. Mm. Now I want soup, and it's like 30 degrees outside. It was summer yesterday, but it's winter again. This is soup weather. This is definitely soup weather. I might make pho later, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. I don't know what kind of soup I'm going to make later. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know, maybe something that my kids would eat. Chicken noodle of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, I always like that. Yeah, everybody likes. Everybody likes chicken noodle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, Luciernaga. Luciernaga. Yes. Speaking of soups, I remember we did a soup for for the first dinner. We did. We did a a black bean soup, and that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember my mom making black bean soup before. Um, I mean, not just like once, but several times growing up, Mm -hmm. Um, and it being like my favorite part of the meal that day, you know, like who knows what, I don't even remember what else we would have with it. Yeah. But that was it. Like that was the piece de resistance (laughs) for the evening. Like it was just this massive bowl of black bean soup. And when we were trying to think of, um, 
dishes for that luciernaga dinner and we were trying to go with a black theme this black bean soup came to mind and i just wanted to make recreate a version of like the soup that i had growing up but maybe a little bit more elevated a little bit classier a little bit more refined and i think we we pulled it off pretty well yeah yeah i think it came out pretty good yeah i remember a lot of people saying that that was like one of their favorite courses um and that first one and and so anybody who's listening um and maybe you're not in in fort worth we we've done a couple we've done two of them now i guess yeah yeah of uh these pop-up dinners uh which is just kind of a fine dining experience but still um kind of a casual atmosphere we we did it we partnered with the fort worth black house shout out to noel um, for, for helping us put that together, um, where we just kind of created this, um, really intimate kind of dinner party for, for people, um, and wanted to create a menu that was something that you're not going to just eat anywhere, that things you're not just going to try, um, at any place. Um, and it was, it was a fun way for us to get really creative with the menu and kind of make, make things that, you know, require a lot more work and uh, at skill because it's you know a much more elevated menu but but still you know delicious and so that, that yeah first and one. and still you know kind of you know um i guess i'm trying to say like flavors that you've had before mm-hmm. but maybe not presented in a way like this mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's nothing like too out there yeah um but it is a little bit more refined yeah yeah and it's it, you know like for us it takes a little bit more it's more thought put into a dinner like this than, you know, just any old like supper club dinner, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then that first one was super fun because, because it was like right before Halloween, um, sort of like, Oh, we should do like all the food black. Like it's going to be at the black house. (laughs) Like all the decorations are black. Um, you know, Scout Walker did a great job, um, with those. So, and then, you know, the whole menu was black. So we had, you know, the, the, black bean soup we had the um paella negra the yeah um, that, that was really good too that one was fun so like the the paella so the spanish rice with uh made with the squid ink and then we did the langostinos on top of that yeah saffron crema avocado sauce yeah that it was, was a, really good. Like an avocado mousse right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that was good and then the black flan Oh, that yeah, that one just looks crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like really shiny, almost like glass on top, and the, the like level of like black kind of goes from like really dark black to a dark gray hue as the flan like as you follow it down. It was super cool looking. That was fun. That was that dinner was a lot of fun. Yeah. to do, um, and you know it, it was another one of those things where. Um, you know, some people were, uh, well, a lot of people were trying, you know, new things or things that they hadn't tried before, um, or trying things that they thought they didn't like. There was a lot of people who were like, I don't eat seafood, but when the, you know, the paella came out with this big, you know, langostina on it, they're like, all right, I'll try it. Now they're like, oh my God, I love seafood. And it's like, yeah, cause (laughs) we made Made it it right. (laughs) Correctly. Yeah. As it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was a lot of fun and, you know, just having a theme 
and then going with it. So like the black. So was, you know, I just remember us talking about it. And it's like, well, what else can be black? Like what else is yeah. like naturally going to be that color? <laughs> so we did like the, you know, the black garlic fermented the black garlic. Yeah. Um, my house smelled like garlic for a month. Uh, yeah. But delicious. It was, you know, worth it. Yeah. I remember on like day five, like coming home and I'm like, my house smells like my entire house smells like garlic. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like, I don't know if we're going to make it the whole month, but um, it was, it was totally worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it definitely was. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, and, and we'll continue to do these dinners even after Black Cat opens. Well, after like things settle down a little bit, I guess maybe not the first month we're open, but yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause a lot of people have been asking like, when's the next one? When's the next one? Yeah. Um, but we're just taking a, taking a little break and focusing on, on yeah. pizza right now. Yeah. Get this going feel a little bit comfortable with what we're doing, have maybe some sort of a schedule set, <laughs> you know, maybe what not working, <laughs> maybe not working, you know, every single day, kind of ha- maybe have a day off or two. What are those? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Strange the, concepts. I, I heard of these things. I've never actually experienced them before. Are they like leprechauns? Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so... For for anyone who is thinking like maybe they have like okay like I have this food concept like I want to try it or you know they're thinking about doing you know starting a pop up or you know starting a restaurant like what would you say to someone who's thinking about those things? I would say, I mean, I would say go for it, like which is what we did. Um, try to start out small i mean not too small but manageable size for you whatever that size may be like for us for the lucierna thing it's about a 30 person cap you know that's manageable anything more than that it may be doable but it's not as easily executed especially in the space that we have to work with so i would say if you want to start off with pop-ups or supper club um know what your limit is and start within that and then grow from there. Um, it's a lot easier to start small and then build out than it is to start big and then scale back. Mm. Um, cause then you have this, like your customers have a certain expectation and then you take it away it's, and then keep fluctuating back and forth. So kind of, um, stick to a plan, mm-hmm. you know, start out, um, kind of laid out, have a kitchen, have equipment. Um, you don't want to be scrambling for stuff last minute, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, being organized is very important. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and start out with something that you're comfortable with. And then if you want to, you know, be more creative and push, you know, certain things, try that, you know, at the second one, mm-hmm. you know, but starting with something that, you know, you know is fun, that you know people would like, and um, you can execute well is probably the best way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Jaime, if people want to keep up with what is going on with Black Cat Pizza, where can they go to? They can check us out on Facebook and Instagram um, at Black Cat Pizza. Um, on both of them, I think it's black underscore 
cat underscore pizza on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just black cat pizza on Facebook. And uh, keep up with what's going on. And hopefully um, we'll be posting um, <laughs> updates on uh, or opening date soon mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks. So, um, and we'll also, you know, do special events every once in a while. So look out for those, uh, you know, with, with different breweries around town or, you know, different organizations. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Jaime, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you for having me.